Y'all be eating. You eat seafood from fast food restaurants? I, I had a fish sandwich from there one time. Hmm. One that was going around about like he was asleep. You woke the police knocked on the door. What was the first thing that you saw? And I was like, my fucking eyelids is the first thing I saw. <laughs> was like, no, no. And then the minute, and then you say something, they be like, ha ha, and they copy and paste that fuck ass message <laughs> into you. Right. One time, one of my friends sent me that, and I got it wrong allegedly. And she was like, "You got to post it," and I cussed her ass up. I, <laughs> I would tell y'all this: I got me a cast iron skillet. Imagine if you will. No, actually, I used that in an interview, and it, it go. Let me tell you, they was like. <laughs> <laughs> do you know i had i had a screen like you know when you make the slide the slide will say imagine if you will and then i got into my storyboards and they was like oh yes i smell like fried chicken she had fried chicken i, I fried chicken on the skillet i rebuke you Stop trying to take us down a rabbit hole. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It, am I the problem? <laughs> yes, you need to move. <laughs> you need to you come come move your desk over here, Jeremy. Maybe we need to do an intro. Maybe we need to do it. Everybody want to be black, but nobody wants to be black for real. And on that note, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Just Us podcast. You got me, your girl, Treasure B. And Danielle SP. And Jeremy. And we're just three experienced designers that want to critique everything that we come across in our everyday blackly black and brown lives. Welcome to our group chat, y'all. What's on the what's on the schedule for today? Damn. Social media. I feel like social media, you can't live with it, can't live without it. And this week, I wish that I didn't have to live with it. I don't know what it was that just sent me all of the bickering, all of the squabbling. I just was, I had hit my limit. And I'm like, you know what? What would life be if we didn't even have this? It's very possible that it isn't as much of a focal point of our lives in the future. And I just wondered what we would do. Like, how do, how would we spend our time? Like, I think about all the businesses that are cropping up just because of social media. And I'm just wondering, like, would people organize themselves? Like, what did they do in the 90s? <laughs> like, I just want to imagine my life without it. And I don't even know, like, if it's possible, but I'm just curious, like, what would get us to that point? And what would we do? To cope with that. Well, I know all of us have lived life without social media before. We've all lived life without the internet before. Really? Five years of my life, not even. Well, I didn't have a cell phone until I was in like fifth grade. So that was all that time without the internet, without social media and like internet on the go. So we've been there. But you don't have no friends before the fifth grade. Your parents yes, had to pers- your parents personally deliver you to all your friends before the fifth grade. Well, how would life be without social media? You know what? I don't know. My sister, my sister grew up in the nineties. They didn't have social media. They didn't have like they weren't texting each other. 
I feel like people called the lava line. People people would get in like chat rooms on the phone. That yeah, there was other ways, and like, um, I guess they had like pagers, (laughs) two ways. They would text each other and like page each other, but it wasn't like everything wasn't so readily accessible. I mean, I guess the whole thing is like, what part of social media do you not want to have in your life? Because there's like, depending on who you are, depending on how you think about what is your social media and like, what is it? And like, honestly, I feel like at this point in my life, I couldn't imagine myself without some form of social media. If it's a means for like communicate, communicating with people and like that sort of sense, like, yeah, okay, I can live my life probably without an Instagram, probably without the Twitter, probably without, like, you know, all the other stuff, but what would my life look like? I'm I'm glad you asked that, because I looked up an article, and they said your life would drastically improve. They said you would be happier with everything. You would be enjoying nature. You would deepen your connection with your relationships. Supposedly, it's really wreaking havoc on us internally and we are all just stuck on the ride but like what i don't know i I think it's hard for me to see if my life would be better you know just like the ease that sometimes social media provides and like i i think about okay how would i come in contact with like all these different like recipes and things i'm trying or like new trends in design and we're talking about that that people are doing we got to call people up or have conferences read newspapers i guess read the paper <laughs> we would have to have more magazines stop it stop it i don't i think it's gonna come back i think that's like taking us back though okay you know, like are we trying to go more analog are we trying to step away from digital um, or are we trying to eliminate social media or the way that social media exists today? Because right. hmm. I, 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 for one, I'm sorry. you said what? Can the internet exist without social media? I don't think. I, think, I don't think so. I think it's always going to be a form of the way people communicate digitally. And that's always going to be like some type of platform where people can congregate. Um, but I'm starting to hate Instagram. And I don't know what it is about it. And maybe, and maybe that's what you talk about, SP, because, like, a lot of times, or, like, there's been a lot of studies about how, like, Instagram, or, like, just seeing how other people are living their lives, or they're moving at a faster pace than you, it just creates, like, this anxiety in your world sometimes, where you feel like you're not meeting, like, life goals at the time that you're supposed to be meeting them, or at the time where other people are meeting them. I thought about when we can finally open up again would people use the internet less or social media less because they're been missing actually living and i've seen concerts and weddings where they say like please don't use your phone because we want you to be here and experience it and i just wonder if people would just ditch the phone or like you know just not be like instagramming everything i just i can see people wanting to take a break from it after that's all we've been doing for the last six months you know i think people will use it more same because i think about those people that have always craved having you know showing other show like 
performing parts of their lives, like showing off where they were at or like tooting over there, like stuff like that. And the minute they're going to be able to do it again, they're going to want to post more and like, you know, want to fill in that. It's almost like dead. I've been 60 days without posting to my story. Like, what, like you know, what new can I add sort of thing? Um, but, you know, maybe it will be that small, no, I don't even say small because I don't know, but that percentage of people that will gravitate toward using social media less because they have now adjusted their lives to, like, not having to use social media every day or not seeing it as not a place to like, get their news or, like, whatever the case may be their habits are changing because they've been stuck inside of quarantine and like all the content has been the same yeah i agree with you jeremy um i think the types of content that gets posted to social media will definitely change because right now we're, i'm seeing an influx of like entrepreneurship and, and like jay-z brunch twitter llc twitter like popping up you know and that's on that's on both platforms but when people are able to go out and really exist in the world again then that's going to be a lot more lifestyle posts and it just like right now it's catering to a different a different crowd more than it's catering to the people who want to be performative but I, at the end of the day I, I still think it's performative like they're trying to make it seem like everybody got to own like have a have a business or everybody got to be in the process of owning their own business and I see a lot of that right now I know small business owners are performing and like using um social media as their playground but when it goes back to people being able to go shop at any store they want to go to or you know do whatever they want to do then that comes back for the like culture vultures and the lifestyle people in order to like take over and use social media um in the way they intended to use it i mean honestly it probably depends upon how like first off is like what when we talk about social media, what are we actually talking about? That's like, that's what I, that's what I don't understand. Because anything that's happening online is something that's happening out in the real world too. If you're acting a fool online, you probably act a fool in your real life too. If you're building a business online, like it's a business in real life, you know, you're just like showing it. It's not like you're like, yeah, but I do think there's duality. Um, as far as how you portray yourself in person versus online. I see it every day. Um, people that I know personally, and then they get on social media and they're like a completely different person. Or even the people that have two different social media, like two different, um, say say someone got a business account. Oh. <laughs> I just learned what a Finsta was this year. <laughs> a Finsta? Yeah. But even those people, like, that that's like duality at its finest like or you even see those memes that say me on twitter versus me on instagram versus me on facebook and me on linkedin like like mm -hmm. i guess i would refine the question as it not being a driving force of our interactions and experiences because i think that a lot of people like throughout their day are like incorporating it in a certain way and then like the stress that I'm that we were talking about that it creates for people is kind of a result of just the information overload you know like is a, like an overload of information because it's just a free-for-all so I wonder like a different type of interaction online like is there something that could like differentiate itself from this just like 
create everything and just show everything and try to like broadcast yourself as loudly as possible. Like, I think that that like pursuit maybe is something that will change at some point in the future. I, I don't, I don't, I can't really see it being sustainable just like, cause there's going to be something to top it, you know, just like Facebook, like kind of like, you know, different, different trends, um, like push out the old versions mm-hmm. of media. I, I don't know that not having any way to collaborate online is what I mean. I think it's, I mean more so like the way we interact with it and how we interact with each other online and build communities online. Hmm. I, I feel like like anything, like any sort of community, things begin to have societal rules. So it's like, even if social media didn't exist, social media is nothing but a hyper-extended reflection of our actual world. And let's say we go back to May and we didn't have social media and it was more of like, these are what the newspapers are talking about, you know, you should do, or like whatever, like even news or however we're getting our like information at that point. It would be sort of that same thing, except for the voice would only be from one person. Mm-hmm. So the thing about social media is that it makes that voice become multiplied by millions of folks. They're saying the similar thing. And then that's where it's like, okay, well maybe I should, you know, fall in line with this. Sort of like how Treasure um, brought up a little earlier about how, you know, you see everybody posting it. Oh, they started their business. Like they got this type of car. They wearing this type of shoe. And you're sort of like, well, maybe I need to have this too. But it's all things you kind of put on yourself. Um, one, one of my friend's studies, or her thesis was on like the invisible structures in social media. So for instance, like th- that, um, that same factor I just mentioned. Um, so say for instance, you see in somebody's post and they're owning a business. They're the same age as you, like all that stuff. You start to think, huh, what does this tell me about myself and my own identity without them even having to say like, you ain't doing shit. Like I'm 24, like same as I'm the third because you internalize that yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think when Treasure was talking about like the whole duality of social media, that's where it comes from. It's not just us fe- getting fed information, but it's us feeding that information into ourselves. It kind of fucks up the rest of our mental psyche and all that. Yeah, so social media definitely plays into, um, you know, psychology and how and how people perceive information and how, and how people like, and that that's what social media, the, the basis of social media is to keep people hooked. Um, and we perpetuate it every time we post, every time we, you know, we, we are falling in line with that cycle. If we could detox from that addiction, but created a different invisible structure do you think they would have to regulate for the voice in your head like Mm -hmm. social media is one of those things i feel like was a very linear experiment where they Mm -hmm. threw it out there and then sort of ever since it has started like being researched about how it affects us they've been trying to like lay the tracks as like the train is moving so like i i think the most recent example is like instagram a whole place where people are you know have seen that body shaming goes like it gives you like a negative sense of self has started to put uh like wellness checks and things within the app could you have put stuff in way 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 back when it first started to help mitigate a lot of the issues we're having now that it seems is like performative in nature is not going to help because like the beast has gotten so large at this point yeah i think social media too is um 
it was experimental. I think you just said that, but it was like an experiment. Like, let me put this out there and see how people use it. And that was it. And it was like, and now like Twitter, they, they've put in the, the bullying, anti-bullying stuff or like anti-sensitive language um, barriers and things like that. But like you said, Jeremy, um, like, could they have done that earlier? And I, I honestly don't think they could have done it earlier. They could have if they had a structure to go off of. So, right. but, but right. they could, they could have used chat rooms and seeing how people use chat rooms and like communities like that and like blogs, you know, um, they could have done that to see how people interact with each other and then uh, crafted a more like structured place. But maybe they wanted to give you that freedom to act as your natural self. Without have y'all ever seen the show Westworld on HBO? No. I started watching it. Okay, so spoiler alert for anybody who's listening and hasn't watched it, but I'm about to spoil it for y'all too. <laughs> is so they essentially made this amusement park where you can go live out your desires and it's like ran by androids and like these androids like really human s and like do everything humans would do. But I think in season one or two, they sort of explain the idea behind the park and how it essentially is a data mine of people and their actual true selves because as more and more people go inside this park they're living out their life without inhibitions and so they were like okay well we can take all this data we have on people and then sell that so you could like really you know in the in, in, a, in a way have like targeted ads or targeted experiences for these people because you know everything top and down about their actual inner selves jeremy trigger a wart and warning the last time we talked about social media we went down the data privacy rabbit hole and it got too real and we didn't like it it was scary okay, we okay. well we, we can back up but that's, that's, <laughs> the main thing there is just like how experimental that is in nature because you don't know what you're gonna what you what you've like have landed on a lot of times until you have like uncovered it the design of this was not intentional and while we have um like businesses springing up that are intentional and that are social media i don't think that they're not reinventing a wheel like they're kind of building off of and scaffolding off of the modality of what we're used to that those invisible structures but no one could have predicted like how how people would take to it, you know, like, and it becomes such a, like, a creative outlet for people, and I mean, everyone has always wanted to be on a soapbox, you know, everyone likes to, to post from their point of view, but um, I think maybe it's too many people, I, I, I just, I think, about the lemon folks into it, well, I, <laughs> you really can't know that many people in life, if you have so many people, and then you're not really keeping up with them. Like you're not really even able to invest in their like life right. to a certain point. Like it's very topical. And I think that's what is leaving people feeling lonely or leaving people feel like they're not enough. When you log into Twitter, you know, there's a set of rules. Like, you know how, like what's acceptable on this app, what isn't to an extent. And like you mirror some of the social behaviors too. So if people are having like conversation is you know you don't really understand about you might not jump into it or engage you might stay on the sidelines and just listen in you know there's moderators that go through and like moderate what you say like there used to be the concept of twitter jail where you get locked up yeah. and have to like stay away because you have done something bad it's like everything about social media is act is is some form of real life 
So say you went to a bar, like when Twitter's the bar, right? If you mm-hmm. were to go and be listening to other conversations and talk to people, like a lot of the times the it's unnatural though, because you wouldn't come up to somebody, know what they're about and speak to them and be like, oh, we have, you know, like so it would take a different, like genuine interaction, I think, to begin some of these conversations. Mm-hmm. And now people are just like, cold opening you know like oh i'm following this person or i i, I got a hundred thousand followers overnight but you didn't meet a hundred thousand people you know it's just people watching you it's it, that's not that's not normal i mean you're right about that the lens is always on you 24 7 mm-hmm. and social media hasn't been designed to break that gaze from ever being off you like you can be off it but you you never know like who's sort of looking at you and who's sort of like discovering information about you, like building a case, for instance, um, of your social media. And so I think that has to do with a lot of why people sort of separate themselves and build up like a different persona. I, I, w- I always feel like no matter how much some people like to say, like the same me that is on Instagram or the same me that's in person, it's not. It is not like we all structure ourselves and behave in a certain way on social media because we, we want to, whether intentionally or not, give yeah. off the appearance of something. That's true. And everyone has like a blind side of themselves. Yeah. Like I, I, like- I talked about duality earlier and I like I create I have my personal social medias and then I have my professional self social medias because my personal self should never be matched with my professional self. I think we are two completely different people. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like the way I operate on my personal page, I try to be the you know the most in-person me or the version of myself that I am but really I I am I'm just like if a stranger met me they wouldn't feel like it but if my friends my friends know who I am so it's like all right that's that is her because I know her but mm-hmm. a stranger would look at it and be like girl that's you you a whole different person you, uh, you know what's crazy what were you just saying you have to curate a presence for when you're gone like you could walk through a bar, walk past a hundred people, and then they see you and evaluate you and have an idea about you, but you leave. But with social media, you have it up there. Like it's just up there and anyone can walk through your house. You know, anyone can figure out what your life is like. And then build build their little like build their persona of you in their in their mind. And it's it's almost if for instance like have y'all ever one time like been working on a project and then has have thought you've known your audience and then actually have met your audience and you're like, this shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like everything I sort of like designed for is not correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's it's the same thing with with like this whole social media. When you meet somebody, we don't meet these people if ever. I I don't think that they even thought about you meeting and connecting with strangers. It, well, in the beginning, I don't think they thought about you connecting and meeting with strangers. I think they expected you to meet and connect with people that you already knew in real life mm-hmm. and then just like expand your your world to the the digital space but of course social media has grown and now it's connecting people all over the world with similar interests and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and trying to get everyone to buy Herbalife <laughs> oh my god I think it's, I feel like this social media is so much a part of like a lot of a big part of our culture now it would be hard to de- like that's why it's almost unfathomable for me to imagine my life without it 
or imagine a life without it because one it's been a part of my life for like the majority of it you know and then two it's so wrapped up into how we understand the world now that i don't i don't know of a life without it so it's like i can't even think i can't even think what my life will look like because when you read that article it was like we would look like this we we're like this i was mean like well how do they know how do they know <laughs> I would, you know like how would I know? Well, maybe you would know if you didn't know, this is gonna get really meta. If you didn't know the social media existed and you just lived a life without it, you probably wouldn't give a damn. Yeah. If you lived a life without social media but knew that it existed, it probably will fuck you up. It might fuck me up. Hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does kind of make sense. I was trying to see if I could think of like an old world analogy. Because well, as you're saying, like, this is how we do things. I can't imagine life without it. Like, people used to write letters, and that used to be, like, part of routines and what you would do as well. Mm-hmm. And people couldn't imagine not ever writing letters, you know? So there's probably something to what the future holds. But you're also... <laughs> you're, that was really meta. I'm still trying to pick that part. <laughs> if you lived your life knowing that there was a social media but didn't but wasn't using it was that what you said jeremy that's what he said yeah so for instance earlier when we were talking about the the mom crying because she like couldn't find pampers or whatever she's crying over convenience and you know her life is in strife for a moment and i can't see my life without having the convenience of social media without like the ease of hopping on to like all these platforms like getting information that I want or like finding out about something or like that's how I receive my information. The minute you said imagine my life without it, I went into panic mode because I'm like, well, how do I make up for like all these gaps that social media feels within my life? Just like not even like the communicating aspect of it because I don't even do a lot of that on social media. It's more about like the information scavenging piece of it all and like sharing and connecting with people that I know. Jeremy? Do you feel information overload for social media? And have you ever been on a, like a detox or like a social media free period? So do I feel, the first question is, do I feel overloaded from information social media? No. Okay. And I think the no is because I'm not active on it as much. So I don't have to like, I'm not doing all the things that social media does to overload you. Like I'm just like consuming content. Mm. I'm not really like responding to people, engaging people, like having to curate my brand, like stuff like that, which causes additional stress. I'm not doing any of that. And then the next part was, have I took a detox? Yeah, actually. In undergrad for four years, I didn't have social media at all. And wow. the only reason I got it back was I think senior year, I was like, some of these people that I, I might never ever get to like, you know, see again in person, I might need to, I might want to keep up with them or like just see what they're doing. And then that's when I started like going back mm-hmm. into social media. But that four years gave me a different view about my relationship with, like I always saw it as something that was an option and as like, as, as a resource. And so it's something that I had to have at all times. So for me, it's like you're saying live without social media is almost like I'm living without my resource that I've like learned how to use in my own special way. It's mm-hmm. really about how you use it. 
is really and Jeremy you don't use social media that much I don't see you on there that often and you know what I've I've had to correct my relationship with social media too because like now I don't go on there like I'll go on Twitter for laughs like I go on Twitter to consume and then if I have anything I want to post then I post it to Instagram but I don't scroll through Instagram just Instagram I don't really know what you call it but I don't just scroll on there to consume media because I knew like I would see people my age with big houses and driving you know cars that I can't afford and it was just like dang what am I doing with my life but really I was doing enough with my life which is they was doing something different with theirs mm-hmm. is it sad that like I really don't care about people's pictures on Instagram like as much as people are like like staging photos and doing awesome things like I almost want to unfollow people and only like look at what I want to look at because people be posting stuff I don't care about I mean at this point that's that my algorithm is at that point I literally see nobody's stuff and the only reason that I like mentally in my mind I know the people's stories that I watch like I watch y'all's and I watch a couple of my friends and I watch Tyrell's and like everybody else I don't watch at all and so you know how people like click through the stories no I click through yours I exit and then I go find another one that I enjoy or like you know need oh wow need to be caught up with because I really don't care about Jeremy, what do you experience when you look through my stories? Sometimes I'd be confused as fuck, to be honest with you. But other times I'm just like, because I know you, it almost like gives me a little bit of your personality and sort of like ex- fills in the gaps about the pieces that I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah. oh, okay, this is this is why she'd be coming this way. Or this is like what she thinks is funny. Yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable to share my honest, authentic self. And I don't feel comfortable to create like a, like a, a version of me either. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like, like to keep it like fun and light and just like, ah, ha ha. And just, you know, like just say something, don't, don't let it come back to me. Don't, you know, just like, it's out there. Everyone else is just throwing stuff out there. Like it's just out there. Like that's how I, and, and I'm five years older than you. That's how I, was oriented to social media like it's just like a fun thing and you kind of just like oh it's cool you can do that you can share whatever but it wasn't such it wasn't that it wasn't what it is now Mm -hmm. when I began to see it and now it feels a little overwhelming to me because I see basically you have the potential to just be famous and anybody can be plucked from anywhere and just be famous over like the silliest things really like really it could be anything social media Hmm. We'll tear this world apart. You think it's gonna tear us apart? No, I think we're tearing each other apart. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like right. it's a vehicle for us tearing each other apart, but we would do it anyways if we was in person beefing. And then we didn't even talk about like using social media to build a brand. That's yeah. a different stress. That's a different stress, and we all know it. We just talked about it last week. Like, yeah. Trying to figure out what to post, trying to figure out how to people how what people like, what's gonna make people engage. Like that's a different stress than even just using social media personally. Yeah, it's it's a business. Run by capitalism and free speech. Yeah. The, the claim of free speech. Yeah. Did I tell y'all I hate social media? I think I opened with that. I really I'm I'm starting to feel that way. 
Well, I was okay. I used to want to be a psychologist. I used to read this psychology for dummies book. Like I was like 12 and I like, I, when I found out about the concept of group think, my mind was fucking blown away. And I was just like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Sometimes we just be doing stuff in class and people just go along with it and it don't make no damn sense. Like it doesn't make any sense for us to do that. And that is how I go through this world. Like I really like, I'm not really one to jump on any bandwagon at all. Like I'm not, I'm gonna stay here if there's a bandwagon being prepared. Like I'm not here mm-hmm. for it. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't like social media cause I don't like like people like adding fuel to fires that need to be extinguished. Like it just like just like the like hate groups popping up and people yeah. arguing or like people trolling on comment like it was like the video was all in good fun like just shut up and have a seat like those people just make me like you ruining it for everybody now you sending so and so death threats like now your memes over the top like if you say something online on social media they might not see it or they might you know you might get a death threat. Uh, well, silence is accepted, so I'm going to say we've wrapped up this conversation. <laughs> this conversation, and we're going to take a quick break and come right back. All right, hot off the topic of social media, hallelujah. As usual, we're going to wrap up the episode with some community resources that we have this week to put you on game to things that are going around. And yes, a lot of these you'll probably have to go on social media or we'll have some form of social media involved in it. So we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But anybody have any community issues that they, not issues, community things they want to bring up first? I do have a community issue. I heard that Disney Plus is releasing Mulan and charging $30 to play it. What's up with that? Mm. That makes sense to me, though. Thirty, though. Yeah, it makes sense because if two people go to the movies, it's about that much. And if a family of four, which is how like Disney Plus is probably based off a of family, you know, nuclear family dynamics, it, they would probably spend more than thirty dollars to you know to go see a movie in theaters. That's true. I ain't gonna tell y'all what I'm gonna do. But for us, oh, we know what you're gonna do, but you can't. <laughs> But I ain't paying thirty dollars to see it. I'm gonna we, say that. No, I'm gonna say we know what you're gonna do. You're gonna pay thirty dollars, and we're gonna leave it at that. Do you think you can watch it as many times as you want? That, I, they might give it to you like a twenty-four hour thing. Yeah, I think that's how they did. Was it Trolls? You can watch it once. That's within the, um, within two days. Once you started it, though, you can't finish it. I mean, you got, you have to finish it. But that wasn't on that wasn't on Disney. That was on Amazon. Oh, Amazon, you never mind. We'll go back to that another episode. I just have some new problems with the way they set up their stuff. Yeah, they don't know what's included or whatnot. Uh, but the community, the one thing I have again is the UX Collective. If you want to know and get hip to some UX stuff, they always have a bunch of medium articles and it's in a, a curated newsletter every single um week with new finds, like new different thoughts, and um, everything like that. This is 
is a dope place and i've been subscribed for maybe like two years now oh wow uh so yeah right when i started my ux sort of like journey into this space it was definitely a good resource and me just like being able to learn a lot like really quickly because everything was there um another one is um plc and tech they have a great newsletter too that always is updating you on like the new happenings like what's going on and all that other stuff another one is the hustle and the hustle like breaks up their email in like three parts and they usually have like really good topics like today was on um language and how people sort of like learn different languages and how they how they develop a sense of self based upon which language they're, they're thinking or speaking in hmm. so if y'all that's on plc in tech today no that was on the hustle today oh. I, don't I, can, I can send you out an article after that. After send me the article because I cannot sign up for another newsletter, Jeremy. I honestly like people. Uh, y'all always ask like, how do I, I know about stuff? And it's from newsletters. Yeah. I get at least three a day, and I'm just like, let me read. Like, cause you can read them in five minutes almost. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, got it. So speaking of newsletters, uh, the Creative Collective, isn't it CCNYC? on instagram they also have a dope newsletter where they put job postings and like i feel like i'm able to uh, keep up on like uh all things creative honey but it's um yeah so y'all can y'all can definitely follow us on instagram at just us dot podcast that's that's the one just us dot podcast yes and as usual to all our listeners we love y'all. We're constantly iterating on the show, trying to figure out how we can best open up our group chat and our conversations and our overall zaniness with everybody. Uh, when they're praying and then they they get revived and start having more things to say. I know, I know. And now the church doors is open. I hate when they tell you that because they be acting like you can leave, but you can't. But you can't. One of these weeks, we're going to have to pass around the, uh, the tithing plate. We need some donations. <laughs> we're going to pass around the tithing plate with just the three of us. We're going to come back. We're going to come with, the people. We're gonna come with a penny, a stick of gum, and a used button. And that's... <laughs> we're about to pass around this tithing plate. We are looking for good vibes in specific. Watch, someone will come with the whole doodle of us. Like, you guys, look, I had this creative interpretation of you. Well, that's how you know you really made it when people start drawing you. Drawing you? I draw me. <laughs> this just came to me as a vision and I had to get it off. And you end up looking like, looking like how you looking. Look at how you looking. Look at how you looking. <laughs> look look you ain't got nothing to say, but dang, that's cute. <laughs> I got <laughs> That's like when my little brother used to draw pictures of us. And I used to be like, who this look like? (laughs) All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.